This is HPR episode 2049 entitled, My Raspberry Pi Home Server. It is hosted by Nightwise and is about 25 minutes long. The summary is, Nightwise talks about how he uses his Raspberry Pi to get things done. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hi, this is Ken reminding you to go over to podcastawards.com and vote for Hacker Public Radio every day this week, right up until Sunday. Every vote counts. Thank you very much. cyberspace there's one place you can go welcome to nightwise.com nightwise.com tired of choosing between macs linux and osx listen to the nightwise.com podcast and learn how to slide from operating system to operating system using our hack tips and tweaks for cross-platform geeks Tune tech into your way of life and let technology work for you instead of the other way around. Hello, Hacker Public Radio. This is Nightwise from Nightwise.com calling in with uh, another quick recording in the car to chip in into the long and hungry queue of shows for HPR. Uh, I'm racing through the night or the dawn here it's still very dark at 7 a.m i'm uh, on my way uh to uh, an assignment uh with my client at my client's location and uh, it's a very peculiar ride because um i live in an interesting part of the country it's on uh, the border separating the french and the flemish part of uh the country and as i cross that invisible border that separates the walloons uh, from the Flems, which sound like two tribes out of Star Trek or something, you start to see this white stuff on the ground because um, we have a not too thick but quite persistent layer of snow if you cross that border towards the south. And that's what I'm seeing all around me. Uh, clear skies, stars, and uh, rolling hills covered in snow. Uh, all black and white and black and white was kind of what I wanted to talk to you about uh, today because I want to share my experiences 
uh, about working with uh, my, well, most interesting computer uh, in my whole setup. Um, I'm a geek. I'm a cross-platform geek, so I have multiple uh, pieces of gear, as you might have uh, heard in, in previous episodes. I have a um, Dell XPS 13 Linux uh, notebook. Uh, I have a Surface Pro 4 running Windows 10, and I've got a MacBook Pro, so I'm kind of a cross-platform slider. And these three pieces of gear, which I absolutely love, um, are really, you know, my bread and butter. I make my living with them, and I also have a lot of fun, and, you know, those are my, that's my geek setup. I, I don't even really use a desktop anymore. Well, not really, because there's, there's one little computer that I use quite a bit, and that's not in this list, and that computer is, ta-ta, my Raspberry Pi. Now, I've uh, heard many of you talk about uh, the Raspberry Pi and what your uh, projects are with it, and they're all very brilliant, you know, they involve programming and scripting and Python and Perl, and, and some people even do, you know, voodoo soldering and stuff. But I'm not really good at all that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Linux novice at best. Uh, I, I couldn't program my... Uh, myself out of an out of an open out, out of an unlocked room so yeah so how come I mentioned my Raspberry Pi well quite frankly because that is the PC that gets well if I can call it a PC that gets the most use and the reason for that being is that my Raspberry Pi has become my 40 bucks home away from home wherever I am and today I want to share with you what I do on my Raspberry Pi, what I use it for. Um, <clears throat> my Raspberry Pi is a Raspberry Pi Generation 2 model. It has a 16 gigabyte micro SD card and I run Ubuntu server on it. Uh, you can download that ISO and you basically get the 1404 version of Ubuntu server to put on there. And the reason why I chose this uh, as opposed to using Raspbian or DietPy or, or any of the other operating systems uh, that you can put on there is because I'm familiar with Ubuntu and Debian and, and uh, you know, I like some consistency across my different uh, platforms and uh, the last thing I need in my life right now is to overcomplicate it by uh, actually running three or four different flavors of Ubuntu or of Linux and forgetting which thing I have to type into the command line to get stuff done. So there. Um, Ubuntu 14.04 on the Raspberry Pi. Raspberry Pi is hooked up directly uh, to my ISP's ro uh, modem router uh, in front of my router. So it's kind of in a little DMZ. My setup at home is I have my ISP's router, I have the Raspberry Pi, and behind that's my router on a different subnet with everything that I have uh, for, for the company and stuff. So it's there. And I can access it from both sides of, uh, of, 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 of um, the network, you know, from, from the big bad internet, but also from my local area network. Um, what do I use it for? Well, it is hooked up to uh, a TV that I have in the office, but that doesn't really mean much because 
I'm just running a command line interface on it. I don't have the need right now for a graphical user interface uh, to be running on that Raspberry Pi. So I just use the command line mostly. And one of the first, first things that I do when I either, you know, get to work or when I'm at home is SSH into my Raspberry Pi. And I do a variety of things on there and those are the ones that I want to share with you. The first important function of my Raspberry Pi is a VPN endpoint. Um, I use SSH Uddle, Shuttle um, as my SSH client on my Linux machine. SSH Uttle, Shuttle, lets you uh, tunnel a VPN over SSH through the internet to your home. And it routes all traffic through there. It's basically like setting up a VPN and it's a one line command. Uh, and you can choose either to set up a split tunnel from your laptop. Uh, no, SSH S shuttle, sorry, SSH shuttle, shuttle only runs uh, on Linux. It ran on the Mac, but it broke because um, uh, OS X changed something. Um, but so shuttle ra uh, runs on my, my uh, Linux laptop and I use it very regularly. So I can either tunnel into my home network, into the Raspberry Pi uh, and send all traffic through there. Um, or I can tell Shuttle to um, split the traffic. So all the traffic that is for the local, for the remote LAN, it stays at the remote LAN, and everything that is that has the same IP address than my home network stays uh, goes through the SSH tunnel. So kind of a split VPN tunnel, really handy. And then the third thing that you can do is either forward DNS requests or not. So. This is really handy when you are at a coffee shop or at a hostile network and you want to tunnel your traffic to your home network without a lot of hassle. And that's why I use SSH Shuttle. And my Raspberry Pi is my SSH endpoint. I also just set up a terminal session into my Raspberry Pi. And I run BYOBU, which is a variant of screen to open different terminals and have them running when I disconnect my session. So I continue to have these applications running. And that's really handy because sometimes I connect remotely, sometimes I connect from, uh, from home, sometimes I connect from a different computer. But I don't have to start up all the apps that I run on my Raspberry Pi again when I'm using BYOBU, when I'm using screen. And it allows me also to split my screen, in, my terminal screen into two or four different uh, frames, you know, by vertical split, horizontal split, all the juicy things that screen does in your terminal, that's the BYOBU basically does the same. I use BYOBU, don't know why, found the app, found the application some, uh, some time ago, and yeah, I know I can use screen or something else, but I know my way around this, so I just use it. So as I said, it's running applications. Uh, and there are a couple of those applications running. Uh, one of them is um, IRSSI, my IRSD client, which basically is my, you know, my, my geek hangout of choice. It's always on, I'm always in, in a couple of chat rooms. I'm in Ogcast Planet, I'm in uh, Ubuntu.uk, I am in 
read it. I have in hashnightwise.com, uh, all one word. And there's not, not a lot of people are there, but I'm there. Uh, and stuff like that. So those are kind of my, 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 my geeky hangout chat rooms that I have open uh, most of the time. And whenever I connect to my Raspberry Pi, I just you know go into, flip into uh, IRSSI uh, and uh, chat. So, you know, when I'm at a client and it's not really busy or I'm on my lunch break or I'm at home, I have these channels kind of open to ask stuff and chat and hang out. Second application I'm using on there is Centrim, Center IM, which is a uh, IM client that supports uh, the Jabber protocol. Hook that up to my uh, Google uh, Apps account. Uh, I don't do a lot of, with it. I don't have a lot of people on my Google Apps uh, Hangout account because it doesn't work with a classic Gmail Hangout account anymore because something with uh, encryption not working. So I used to use it a lot, but it's a command line instant messaging client. It's not very exciting. Uh, I kind of have that around just to, you know, be online on that channel and check any messages that might come in. Um, the third app I'm using is RVT, which is a command line Reddit application. It's really, really nice to use. Uh, it allows you to um, browse through subreddits, uh, do posts, make comments, and you can do this uh, by logging in. Sorry for the audio quality, the uh, road's really noisy here. So you can log in, you can make comments, you can post new posts and stuff like that. And you can open several subreddits uh, at the same time, browsing through whatever tickles your fancy. I really like uh, RDV, it's small, it's uh, light, it's fast, and it gives me, um, you know, just the text that I want to read. Then I have my RSS client for some of the feeds that I really like to take my time to read. And uh, that uh, client is Newsboiter. Uh, Newsboiter is a command line uh, RSS reader. You can enter your feeds, browse uh, that you want to subscribe to, browse through all the entries, open them up, read them, save them. There are no pop-ups, no graphic stuff, just, you know, what you want to read. That's it. I, I, I like using uh, Newsboiter not for all of my feeds, especially not for the feeds that have, you know, pictures and videos and stuff, but some of the blogs that I really want to read, I love reading them on, on Newsboiter. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, yeah. When I feel the urge to write a blog post or something, I use WordGrinder, which uh, is a pretty cool command line application. It reminds me, kind of, of uh, WordPerfect, you know, the command, the, the, the DOS versions of WordPerfect. And you can make new documents, and uh, it's kind of like a, a glorified text editor. Um, it helps me write my blog posts and save them, and I'm done with it. Um, then I have one app that I really like, uh, and that one is uh, MPSYT, or MPS YouTube. It's a YouTube player slash downloader that allows you to um, browse YouTube for several topics, like, for example, uh, you can just search for, for anything. You can... Uh, play the videos, you know, uh, either uh, in video or in audio only, or you can download them. 
either the video files or the audio only files and this has been a great 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 source of joy for me because I love looking through mixes on YouTube you know mixtapes on YouTube about uh, some people have great mixtapes out there about uh, progressive trance or ambient or uh, concentration music and stuff like that and when you use MPSYT or MPS YouTube to download it you don't get the ads it just downloads the video and you can choose uh, either to download the video and select the format and the resolution or you can, you can say oh I just need the audio or you can say I just need the video and I don't need the audio and MPS YouTube kind of strips it out all for you and, and puts it you know on your Raspberry Pi or on your system I like doing this because uh, MPSYT uh, has saved my bacon on so many times you know Sometimes you really urgently need a video off of YouTube. I just use that app. I click in the URL that I want, or I look for the video, and I just press download, and I'm done. And uh, I, I like the simplicity of it and the reliability of it. And the other thing that MBS YouTube also does is play them. So at home, I've got my Raspberry Pi hooked up to my TV. I kind of put the TV on. I get this nice command line text on the TV. I sometimes even, you know, fire up HTOP to show me all those kind of system stats. And uh, I just remotely uh, choose a video that I want MPS YouTube to play over the SSH. And then it starts playing on my TV. So I kind of have this command line YouTube jukebox, which is nice. I like it. Uh, let's see what else is there. Um, I also have, and I forgot the name, a command line media player, but I forgot the name, so sorry about that. A great file browser, Ranger, which is so much better than Midnight Commander and lets me browse through files and quickly find stuff. Uh, that's cool. And finally, I've got Enmon. And Enmon is a monitoring application that allows you to graphically in a command line monitor CPU usage memory disks uh, networks stuff like that uh, also very very handy um, when I want to when I use Enmon that's mostly when I have my Raspberry Pi do stuff because I like to see all the graphs go crazy it's a, it's a little bit more graphical than than using just plain HTOP uh, I, I really like uh, you know just having Enmon on a display checking out what my uh, what my Pi is doing um, and um, I also have a uh, download client which is uh, transmission-cli kind of like it very easy you just have the command transmission-cli space dash I think it's w slash download directory space the torrent or magnet file that you want to download and boom it just begins boom there there it is and it works uh, so yeah really simple so those are just a few commands that I use along with my you know other Linux commands that I use on, on, on a daily basis like wget and what have you but the philosophy behind using my Raspberry Pi is is um, that I like the command line interface and this is not because I'm one of these nerds that says you know, you have to use the command line interface because it's much cooler than the graphical user interface. And yeah, and, and uh, you know, uh, the, it's the only way to go and stuff like that. I, I don't believe in that crap. I, you know, I, I 
do what I want to do with my computer using whatever way I find that is the best or the most efficient way to do it with. When it comes to, you know, renaming files and doing batch operations and scripting stuff, my, the command line is just fine. And when it comes down to, you know, browsing sites about modded computers with lots of pictures, you're not going to do that by the command line. So come on. Some things are better done by the command line. Some things are better done by the web interface. So I'm not on the CLI because it's the hip thing to do. Uh, I'm on the CLI because of security. You know, everything that I run inside my Pi goes over an SSH tunnel. So there is no foreign, there is no strange company network where I'm in, where some IT guy goes through the internet logs and starts sniffing what I do. He just sees an opaque SSH tunnel and that's it. All my commands run over there. All my applications run on the other side of that tunnel. He just sees a tunnel, period. I also use the command line interface on my Raspberry Pi because I can use it as a VPN endpoint. So all the rest of my graphical travel, uh, traffic on the desktop is also tunneled through there. Again, IT guy doesn't see anything. Doesn't matter, it doesn't, I don't care. You know, uh, nice and secure. And especially when I'm in a coffee shop and stuff, I swear by uh, using uh, a VPN client. And it's my endpoint at my house, not some some weird VPN somewhere in the United States or God knows where. I, I, I know there are a lot of third-party services, but as Doherty said, there's no place like home, so my VPN tunnels go home. I also have Tor on my Raspberry Pi, by the way, so I can Torify any application that I want to run. So you can Torify W3M or Torify uh, IRSSI, which basically sends everything through the Tor network by just adding that that uh, that command to, to the start. But the final reason why I love the command line is because it is clutter-free. I am very, very sensitive to clutter and, and, and impulses and, and uh, flashing ads and, and stuff like that. The command line to me is very simple. It's just letters on a background and uh, all I have to do is read. And I like that. I really do. It's kind of like the EPUB version of my computer, I call it sometimes. And I love that. I, When I want to focus on an article, I don't want to see ads on the side or God knows what. I just want to focus on the article. Um, when I want to write, I just want to write. And there are, a lot of, there are, a lot, there are also a lot of uh, apps on the desktop that allow you to do that. But, you know, the one on my Raspberry Pi is also kind of geeky. So, yeah. And because it's light, uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't require a lot of CPU power. My Raspberry Pi is basically twiddling its thumbs for 95% of the day, but it's always active. It's always on. Uh, it's light. It has the command line. It doesn't use any power or hardly. I can leave it on 24-7 without having to worry about the power bill. And that is basically why I use my Raspberry Pi. Uh, as sometimes my main computer. Well, not main computer, but my go-to computer. My little terminal server that always has the apps running, whether I connect or disconnect, my VPN endpoint, my Zen home for reading articles and writing articles, my, my bar to hang out in different uh, IRC channels, 
my place to quickly download a torrent, uh, even when I'm not uh, around. I just, you know, paste whatever magnet link or torrent file I have into there and uh, come back when it's done. So yeah, I really like it. So uh, those are my five cents on how I use my Raspberry Pi. And uh, I want to know yours. What are your ways of using your Raspberry Pi uh, as a actual computer? Which apps do you run on it that really work for you? And, and how, does it, how does it work? Well, I hope you enjoyed my little uh, episode of uh, HPR. And Ken is going to be very, very happy once again that I submitted a show be it from the car in a noisy on a noisy freeway and that's the that's the balloon part of the country people they have bad freeways which are very noisy uh, but that being said uh, another show is in the can see you guys on the flip side until then as we say let technology work for you instead of the other way around You've been listening to Nightwise. You can find more articles and the Nightwise.com podcast at www.nightwise.com. That's K-N-I-G-H-T-W-I-S-E dot com. The podcast with hacks, tips, and tweaks for cross-platform geeks. Nightwise.com Tired of choosing between Macs, Linux, and OS X? Listen to the Nightwise.com podcast and learn how to slide from operating system to operating system using our hack tips and tweaks for cross-platform geeks. Tune tech into your way of life and let technology work for you instead of the other way around. www.knighttwise.com You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HPR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike, 3.0 license. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.